Welcome to hell. Hello and welcome to the Jersey Shore Musicians Podcast. I'm Matt. That's Jeff. Hey guys. And tonight we got the guys from As Currents Rise, John and Rob. Welcome, boys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks. So how how we doing tonight? Good. Yeah. Uh, fairly good. Uh, <laughs> he didn't I sound know. too confident in that. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, well, that's the way he sounds. Coming he actually from, sounds hungover. Like, I think it's good. <laughs> Coming from the most confident person in the band. <laughs> I, I'm trying. I'm trying to believe it's good. I'm. Uh, You're gonna will it to happen. Yeah. yeah. It's uh. It's kind of like uh. It's kind of like an adventure to, to finding like that inner peace, I guess. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Good luck with that. Thanks. <laughs> so uh, why don't you give us a little intro to your band as Currents Rise? How you know how you guys got to the point you're at? You know the history of the band. So that's that's you, man. I'm so, I'm the late bloomer here. Uh, <laughs> nice. So originally, uh, me and the vocalist, we had. Uh, you know, we did our respective, like, military career type deal. And um, as a kid, I always used to uh, play in in bands, you know what I mean? Like, middle school, got, got together with some buddies and, uh, you know, started playing bass the whole nine. So uh, when I got done with all that and everything, and my singer also, the vocalist, Tommy, um... You know, we linked up. I was looking to start a band, start writing some songs or something. I was looking to get whatever, you know, together. And it just kind of ended up clicking, you know. Uh, at Phoenix Studios was the first rehearsal out in uh, Staten Island. So it just kind of, from there, uh, spiraled into, like, playing, you know, booking show after show after show before, like, obviously any kind of pandemic or anything like yeah. that mm -hmm. was even a thought. And... Um, it was good. It was it was good. It was uh, how do I put it? It was like bittersweet kind of deal, uh, you know. Put all that you know, creative energy into music that you spend your time writing and you know getting involved in and really spending you know endless amounts of hours trying to perfect it. Yeah. And hopefully hope that it sticks and resonates with anyone, really, right? Yeah. Whether it's one or a hundred, it's it's a good feeling. Yeah. So. That's why you do it. Right. So for me, uh, it was always like a, like instead of a love-hate relationship, it was always a love relationship in that aspect uh, towards the end of that original lineup because the original lineup had three of us. So it was me, our vocalist, Tommy, and my rhythm guitar player, Eric. Um, so the three of us spiraled into this because the drummer the previous drummer from the original lineup did a lot of crazy stuff, man. Crazy <laughs> stuff. He, uh, Fucking drummers. Yeah, dude. Always, well, he took always. it to the next level. He started, tra he trademarked the band name because he couldn't nail anything. We'd go, <laughs> you know, like it was just like problem after problem kind of deal. So, uh, so like I was out of the, I, I left the original lineup for like a year and, uh, and then like, Obviously, the pandemic hit and stuff like that, but my book was like, yo, hey, you know, like, you know, let's, let's get back at it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So you guys just, as this current lineup is just formed, 
Yes. Pretty much. Yes. So, okay. you know, writing. Uh, we played dingbats, you know, recently, uh, regardless. And it was it was good to finally get back on stage after like two years kind of deal when it made sense, you know. Yeah. yeah. Because it's Well, no one of, was on stage for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like it was good to finally just like get back and do it with the guys, you know, and have a lineup that makes sense for me because, uh, you know, being in a band, you know, obviously, uh, if you got someone toxic in the band, that's always like disrupting the harmony of the band or anything. Right. So, um, now that all that was done, it just, it's a way better, it's a way better start. We're rebranding. We're, you know, we got the old songs regardless mm-hmm. and everything else like that. But we all, we got brand new stuff that we're looking to go into pre production soon, things like that. So, oh, cool. Yeah. Very cool. We, we've talked yeah. about it before how a lot, for a lot of bands, COVID was like a reset, like reset, recharge, and now everybody's trying to get back out there and do their thing. But who knows how long that's going to last? I mean, you know, you never, it was the other night at the Limp Biscuit show at the Pony. An hour before the show, they're like, "Yep, one of the band members got COVID. Show's canceled." Wow! <laughs> and then the, the the next day, Limp Bizkit canceled the entire rest of their tour. Yep, I saw that post. Really? Yeah. I yep, they got rid of everything. I, yep. I, I I personally never followed Limp Bizkit. I'm just saying that's an, example, <laughs> that's an example of like it, that stuff's gonna happen. I mean, it, absolutely, absolutely, and it and it, it killed a lot of the music industry places. I mean, the, the venues and stuff. Oh, you yeah. know, that that income is just was wiped from them for the a whole year. Gone, so Roxy and Dukes is gone. But that, that's our problem with shows right now, though, too, is that a lot of the people that were set to play are, are backed up, so they're playing first. So, like, mm-hmm. getting on shows for us is kind of like, where can you squeeze us in? Who backed out? Who, who isn't coming back after COVID to play? You know what I mean? Yeah, Whose yeah. bands disbanded or whatever? Sad, but, you know, in that little bit of rubble that's left behind by the previous band, you know, we're able to actually get back out there and put our name out there. I mean, Sinking Monroe, I, I listened to them from the time this guy played in the old lineup in Sinking, and... uh I mean, they played some pretty good shows. They played what I said to kill. They played at the Stone Pony. Um, you know, they played with some high-profile stuff. Yeah, so. we had we ended up playing with War of Ages too, and Barrier Dead, and uh, all these. You know, like for me, like you know, Barrier Dead. Like, come on, you know what I mean? I remember being in middle school in fifth grade with this cat. You know, just uh, you know, going crazy. You know, listening to Barrier Dead and my stupid little. CD player, yeah, right. the big ass headphones that are now back in style. Yeah, right. so. <laughs> no, no, my pocket's big enough for CD players anymore. No, yeah, I no, no, no idea how that's gonna fit in there. <laughs> and like coming back, you know, again with like um, the like it making sense, you know, with like the guys you're doing it with and stuff like that. Like me and Rob have been best friends literally since the day we met over every bit of 20 years already and we're only 30 you know so like you know knowing knowing like and knowing at the time like what his musical you know Mm -hmm. what his musical like i guess background was and things like that but also knowing like i know i know my brother you know what i mean and i know how dedicated he is he he can be when he you know gets involved in something and i knew it just made sense you know yeah so it just you know happy to have you in the lineup man well there you go so i don't know if you guys ever heard or remember uh divinity destroyed 
we had Mark Warden here like a couple weeks ago, and he said something to me that was it kind of stuck in my head. Is like when you're in a band, you gotta have, everybody's gotta be making the same song. Yeah, you know, if you if you got like you said, you have that one person that's pushing away from the pack and doing their own thing, it all falls apart. Yeah, absolutely. A band is a family. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, you guys dedicate all your time together to perform for people. So we've seen it with, uh, you know, like me, Tommy, and Eric. You know, the the vocalist and the my rhythm guitar our rhythm guitarist. We've seen it with other bands that we've played with throughout the time that were local bands with us when we were in Singing Monroe that. You know, unfortunately, they just, you know, when the pandemic hit and everyone's got a life, right? Because that's just the way things are. And we've seen them not, you know, come back, you know, mm-hmm. and to to see that. And, you know, it kind of like, you know, everyone talks about making it or yeah. doing whatever. And you know what? Like, bro, you get to go on stage and you get to put your heart and creativity and everything, all your emotions Full out display. there yeah. for everybody. Bro, if you ask me, that's making it right there. Wait, so what, what, what are the chances of you actually making it? Right. You know, you got to do it for the fact that you love it. You get up there and you put your music out there and hopefully it touches someone. Absolutely. 100%. You know? Absolutely. 100%. I tell people all the time when I because I sing in one band, when I see someone sitting there just jamming out to what we're doing and it's just it's the best feeling in the world yeah absolutely uh, yeah yeah uh, our, <laughs> our last show i've i've never i've played music my entire life i love it it's in my family my uncle's a musician he played in um i think it was called glass mountain in like the 70s and they were like a fish band you know but um growing up with him he's been in my life and he just turned me on to music. So, like, you know, since probably the time I was six, I could pick up a guitar. I play guitar. I play bass, drums. I mean, I try to learn everything. Um, but last show, it was the first time I've ever been on stage. I've never actually performed for anybody. I've always been nervous. I have, like, a crippling... <laughs> I had this crippling fear that, like, if I went up there, I was going to screw up or something. But, like, it was so natural. It didn't even bother just me. practice drums. The key is, go play you gotta, you gotta, we got to learn how to, if you fuck up, you got to make it sound like it was on purpose. Right. I honestly... I, I, play, ba- I play bass. You can't hear me, so it's okay. <laughs> oh, you can hear when a bass fucks Oh, up. yes, you can. Yes, absolutely. You know, I think I heard it in the in the show we played. I did mess up. I mean, it's, it's normal. You're right? critic, I've, I've though, been asked so. to be in bands. What do you, you mean know, you before... messed up? You played perfect. See? <laughs> that's, what, that's, what, that's what bandmates are for. Support. But, um, you know... I made like hip hop music and stuff before oh, okay. this. You know, I would make beats. I have a pad, a piano. I taught myself how to do stuff like that. I tried to learn like the audio aspect. Um, my uncle taught me a lot of that stuff. He has a studio. So, like, nice. you know, I'm always able to sit down and he would teach me the rack and show me how to mix vocals and all the different instruments, how to layer things. And, you know, I kind of took that and I was making like hip hop beats because it's easy. You know, it's you pick a rhythm, you play it. And I was mixing guitar in there and everything. And so I have friends, I've been going to local shows forever watching metal bands and whatever i don't care cover bands it doesn't bother me i, I go to bluegrass events i go to music yeah, yeah. yeah i love everything and <laughs> that cool. that really i think the fact that like all of our bandmates really listen to everything so like that stems out into our music because you know you understand how different things sound so you can throw those elements into your music and make it you know that little bit more interesting but i absolutely loved going on stage it was very humbling um oh, it's it's so many people too. come up to you after 
Because like, what's your biggest fear is getting booed off stage. You want to get through your performance. <laughs> right? Right? You don't want people to be like, "Come on, you suck. Get you out suck. of here." You know. But like, when that's we got usually off, your buddies. Like, the, you the, suck, jackass. We were the opening. <laughs> <laughs> we were the opening act. So for the other bands that were there to come up to us, they followed us outside, and we're like, "You guys, like, you know, forget setting the bar. You guys crushed it. Nice. You made it harder for other people to come on after." They only cool. sent it to him because he's the bass player. Because they told yeah. me I sucked. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, even the even the sound guy, you know, complimented us. You know, and That's I take cool. I take any compliment I can get because I've never been in that situation. So oh, yeah. it's just like. I don't, I've never said thank you that many times ever. I can't. I, can't I, could, I, could, I shook so many hands. I don't even remember people. It was like I want to see you in ten years and see if you still have that same fucking reaction. Are you, are you kidding Leave me? me alone? <laughs> we had we. I had an ongoing joke for him because he had never been on stage before. I was like, dude, I can't wait to be setting up my gear and tuning and shit and look over to you and you're like trying to plug in your input jack and you're sweating profusely <laughs> in the corner of the stage, you know. But you know, not for nothing. Uh, he 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 killed it, man. I mean, oh no, I'm sure. I'm more saying his positive attitude. I like people yeah. with positive attitudes because, like, I was like that. That's good. We had a band. I'm couple, dead now, so like, it's just ago. like fuck all of you. <laughs> <And> they're, <laughs> they're saying take your positive dead. attitude. Shout out the no. Nah, I want. I always love to see it because you will see a change. You will. Yeah, I, sure. I, I hope yeah. it doesn't make you like you. Um, like a, a breakup with an ex-girlfriend where you're just like, fuck you. Nah, just, you know, you know, and I hope I've that doesn't happen to you. I've, I've had a lot of experiences <laughs> growing up. It's been um, pleasurable and, and a mix, you know. It's, yeah. Oh, uh, it, there's always highs and lows. Broken family stuff, you know, whatever. But you kind of learn at the young. I like to hope that I keep my positive attitude because I, I was do. a very bitter yeah. child growing up. So, you know, like, it's not even so much a positive attitude. It's just eventually you'll become like us and you'll just get very jaded toward music. <laughs> we we, we've seen again. a lot. Like I was, no. I was trying to say, we had a guy in here the other a uh, couple weeks ago, their singer before this band. He's, you know, never touched a stage before. And he's all like, hey, we're going to do this. It's going to be so great. But I'm like, it's going to be so bad when you get broken, man. When you, <laughs> when you get up on that stage and you know, that curtain comes back and the only people standing there are the people you brought because everybody else left and he's like that happens i'm like oh yeah all, all the time <laughs> and that's everything that was going through my head <laughs> way to really set like, him up for success yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you, you gotta, i want you, you to be prepared you gotta embrace the suck in this business you that's know? what it is you're gonna have some really fucking awesome shows and you're gonna have really fucking terrible shows yeah. you're gonna have shows where you get off stage and you're like you know what fuck this I'm going home. I don't, I don't want to be here. Yeah. You know, just, How fast can I throw my stuff in my car? Yeah, it, it happens. It's part. It's part of it. You know, there's ups and there's downs. Hopefully, the venue at that point has uh, their own cabs and things like that to make it that much faster for him to mm -hmm. get the fuck out. Yeah, <laughs> that's just your head and your guitar yeah. and pedals. That's but, it. So okay, so you guys kind of formed. I guess now the the current thing is from 2020. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. What is your guys' like practice and writing scheduling to how do you guys approach it? Is there someone that comes in with like, okay, well, here's the whole song? Or is it like, I got this idea. Well, this goes good with this idea. Well, this is going to sound great with this feel, you know, like. The great thing about that question is that. Because I said it. No, sorry. <laughs> <okay. laughs> well, give credit where it's due, right? Yeah. 
There you go. Thank you. Hey, look at that. I got clapped for <laughs> don't, don't fucking do that ever is again. That, is that the first time? Yeah. Is that the, yes. I can, yes. I can feel his head getting bigger. <laughs> Motherfucker. It can't, it, it can't get too big or else no. that Callaway hat will turn into a tourniquet. No, I got another bigger. I got a bigger one over there. <laughs> it's got waterlogged yesterday. Anyways. So, really, it's everything, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, all of those things you described, which... I find it to be like a really fortunate like thing because, um, you know, I don't really know how like all the other bands do their their go through their process and things like that. But like, but also I'm happy that we don't limit ourselves to anything. Okay. So it's like uh, bringing me down is one of the new ones. I wrote like the whole guitar, the song and guitar, and I was like. Here it is. And it just like, yeah, you know, the rhythm guitar is put, you know, Eric, he, he put, you know, his stamp behind it. Rob kind of figured out what he had to do. And Tommy wrote the lyrics and it was just, it was just in there. And, okay. and our drummer Robbie was like on point with it. But, um, yeah, I would say the bits and pieces is probably definitely more along the line because like yeah. he'll write like a whole guitar part and then just, you know, we'll we'll run through like our set or whatever we have just to, you know, keep that fresh for a show or whatever and Yeah. And he'll just be like, guys, I like thought of this and then he'll play it and like we literally just jam. We could jam for yeah. like an hour, um, just on something he wrote and like in that hour we'll have it pretty much figured out and then like the next time we practice it we pretty much have the whole song down. So. To me that's the best when it just kinda clicks comes out organically you know you just yep. start on something and then by the time you're done playing it it's evolved to something our, completely different our intro which is it's literally well you're i mean metal music you know yeah. like so we have like a breakdown type of intro and um that actually i don't even know what you were doing that day but we were practicing at his house because that's where we practiced we were in the basement we're hanging out um me the rhythm guitarist and our singer actually was playing the drums and we were just jamming around and like we played like I this know what one I was... little riff and I was like why don't we just use it as an intro why not get people you know moving don't even introduce yourself just walk out and just play this to be people honest. love to mosh right I mean that's mm-hmm. part of the entertainment process of being in a metal band is you yeah. want people out there flying around yeah beating the crap out of each other whatever <laughs> they want to do I don't care if they dance by themselves in the middle of the room I got somebody moving so like I mean, that intro, like, it's just a video of my guitar, like our rhythm, just playing it and the singer playing the drums. And then from there, we just like had like this awesome set. Like it rolled right into all our music perfectly. I just, uh, I got wireless, you know? So I never got like not stoked about being wireless. Okay. <laughs> so like, I didn't even realize that was happening. And I think I'm pretty sure. Oh, you were in the bathroom playing yeah. the guitar. Good. <laughs> 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 like, I wasn't right. doing anything. I was just sitting there because yeah. I was like, I'm fucking wireless. I can do this shit. I don't care. Right? He does it all the time. <laughs> so it's like, so it's like it was. Uh, it was actually like the way it the way it went into things too. Like it just everything kind of. If there's a way that you know that things just like you look at it like the situation right at hand, and you're like, dude, that, everything just kind of like fell into place, man. And it was crazy because last year in September I bought my house. Okay. So like before that, like with the old lineup and shit, like you know, um, we were always going to like Hellhound Studios or mm-hmm. Phoenix Studios in Staten Island. Like can't tell you how many times I paid that damn toll to go to <laughs> damn bridge, you know. But yeah. um, so I bought my house. It's a big ass house. So like we were 
practice rehearsing in my basement and then uh, realized I had a high water table, so I need to pay for French drains, which I'm doing. Okay. So, <laughs> whoops, at the risk of all the equipment, everybody left their yeah. stuff there. So, I was know. like, so I was like, you know what, I'm gonna adapt and overcome, you know what I mean? Roger that. So, I put all the gear into my three bay garage, and it just happened. Oh, wow, and okay. So we upgraded doing that. We were yeah. playing in the basement, now we're playing in the garage. Nice, and it's good. <laughs> but then we're and on stage, so and it's good because then I get done in the room right there, that main room I built a bar in, which I think is pretty badass. <laughs> and uh, I just go in there, grab a beer, whatever, after rehearsal and do my thing. But, um, you know, we save money like that. Mm -hmm. And I would prefer to save money on things like that to be able to do uh, other things. Correct. Mm -hmm. uh, whether it be going to whatever studio or paying for this, whatever that guy is, whoever he is. The equipment, master. anything. Yeah. yeah, really. You know, and. Yeah, well, right in the studio space just to practice. It can get pricey. Well, and you're pressed for time. Yeah. And then How much then money do you want to spend, you know? Yep. And then you're on a time crunch, too. So you got to get in. You know, you don't have time to let those, like, those free-floating things no. evolve because you're just like, all right, we got to get in. We got to do this. We got to do that. That's the benefit of having his space because, like, we have time. Yeah. We go there. We're not pressed. We hang out. I mean, we start practice at 12. People don't go home until, like, 7 o'clock. Like, we'll play instruments all night. Doesn't mm -hmm. matter. <laughs> you know, it doesn't bother us at all. Don't judge me on my guitar playing. Judge me on my awesome personality. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you were saying that to people at the show. It was kind I of was. funny. <laughs> so now with your guys' rehearsals, like now that you're afforded the time, like what is like an average rehearsal schedule for you guys? I would say like what, Sundays? Yeah, I mean we do every Sunday, twelve o'clock. Yeah. And then it just kinda runs till whenever. Okay. Like uh, what was the longest you think? <laughs> oh, the one when we wrote Bringing Me Down, I think we were probably playing until like 10 o'clock at night, and we okay. probably started at like 12, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, we were. But we really, like, punched that song out in a day. Okay. We were in, in there, man. Like, we like we didn't take, like, it was really minimal. Like, we didn't eat. We didn't, like, go through, you know, any kind of, like, you know, BS or whatever, you know, just, like, laughing and stuff. It was literally, like. Everybody came there with that objective to like, we're, we're going to get the song it, done. You and know, that was it. It just worked out, which is good because there's also that balance of like, if we're hanging out and we're shooting the shit right and we're having a good time, we can do that. Mm -hmm. But when it's time to, you know, take care of what we got to take care of and be serious and nail the, uh, what we have to nail, then we can do that too. And yeah. that's, yeah. that's, I think, is a, a very good, like, strong suit like piece for us you know okay. yeah it's nice because it's a nice like laid back thing and it's you get work done yeah. You know? yeah there's times you can fuck around and write some shit and then like if you got a, you got a show coming up next week you got to get in there and nail the set twice which well, is exactly you know, what happened and, and i was gonna say when you guys have a show what is like the regimen of preparing for that show just go play just go yeah, like you we, guys come like up with we, a set we, list first and then you just hammer it down yeah, yeah that's that's what we did i mean it took us probably like three weeks you know we 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 ironed out what songs we wanted to use from the old lineup because i mean realistically right now with as currents rise we have two of the acr songs the other three that we play on stage are from the old lineup um i joined right at the end of the old lineup i mean i was right in the mix of well it's like changing three. the name i designed the logo i you know i tried to help as much as i could so it's like three and three because of that like um, breakdown intro kind of deal to like you know get people like I guess the it's more like for us to warm up and mm -hmm. get into the set Let's get the juice that's it yeah. yep. and the crowd and, um 
And that's what we did, like, you know, like, not for nothing, plenty of practices, am I right? Fucking, we were, you know, laughing and whatever and doing whatever, and we'd run through the set, and then, like, the set would get ran through once or whatever, or, like, whatever, all the songs we got and everything else. The second that show hit, it was like, dude, and that was it, and we just kept drilling that set and drilling it and drilling oh, it. Oh, we were playing it two, three times of practice, nice. just running through the but whole that's how, set. I, you know, but I that's mean, the time thing, too. You know, We have it, so we can. It is, and I get that, but I think a lot of bands miss that, where it's like, man, you guys rehearsed the set. You're ready. You could probably do it you know, half asleep, drunk. Yeah. You know, I might like, have at the show. It'll be muscle memory. You know, like I've seen yep. a couple shows in the past couple weeks. Two of them really stuck out to me. And I'm like, fuck, these bands are great. This is why they're headlining whatever. And I'm not saying local. I'm saying guy, national acts. But there's a reason. And I think some of the younger bands kind of forgot. You guys aren't younger band, but to me, you're younger still. Um, Again. I like candles. Yeah. <laughs> they forget the preparedness. It's not just like, well, I'm a fucking musician. I'm going to just jump up on stage and do my thing, and you're going to fucking like it. Eh, it doesn't really work like that. You got, no. a lot, you got a lot of people like, oh, we played that song a million times. We don't got to practice yeah. it. Yeah. I wish we didn't rehearse it so tight, though, because people actually asked us for an encore, but our set was so tight on our time slot. That's the compliment I got from the sound guy when he came up to the stage, <laughs> and he goes, did you guys time that? Because it was spot on perfect and i was like cool but you told us no we can't play our, our you know they're asking for an encore now we can't play an encore i almost wish we would have left just a little bit of time for an extra song <laughs> just just to help people no because you, know. you know it's always but, better to let them wanting more yeah, but that's want it that's, it was our first show said, so yeah. like yeah i mean it was first show new lineup so you, like you yeah let them want to leave them wanting let them come yeah. to the next one because we're going to have another song that's our and, plan for the 21st of this month is yeah. to have another one ironed out and so that was that play. and you know for like me and stuff and like what we did like and he followed suit like not for nothing it was crazy for me because like you know i've been playing you know since i was a kid mm -hmm. you know live and whatever and all this stuff so like it was crazy to see him play his first show having the history we got and he's doing it with me and then like he's you know following suit with everybody we get off stage man like and we're just you know, everyone's like, thank you, thank you, or like, you guys are great, or whatever, and it's like, you know, like, thanks for being here, and thanks for enjoying it, you know? Yeah. It's like... It's a two-way street. It's like, dude, like, we got free stickers and stuff. If you really dug it, like, grab a sticker, whatever, you know? Like, It's amazing how many people ask to buy stickers. They're stickers. Yeah, no, <laughs> take <right>. the stickers. <laughs> Just take them. We yeah. don't want them, yeah, no, you right. know? <laughs> but, um, it's, it was, it was really nice, man. It was, it's always like, it's always like so like awesome to see you know you guys have been around a long well, it's, it's nice to see someone appreciate what you put so much into yeah you know that's the payback yeah yeah but it's like you guys being around as long as you guys have been whoa, 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 whoa. Oh. we're not that old <laughs> Look at yeah. your beard. You're fucking old. You're, you're older than me, motherfucker. Beard. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I keep telling him to shave his damn thing. Come on, man. Him. You know how much if I shave this, I look like I'm 12. <laughs> I'll start getting ideas again. We'll get the old jokes anymore. <laughs> but, uh, being around on the scene and like what amazes me is, you know, because like the power of music, right? So like ultimately that's what every one of us is all about. And to grow up 
in that scene in Sarahville. Star Wars right there. I'm watching all these bands, you know. I want to see that, you know. I want to go see Parkway or I want to go see Killswitch or whoever's playing. And coming up from the scene and growing up like that and then coming back to it after the time I spent out and things like that. And it's still full, you know. And like... You kind of, like, for me, I kind of just, like, think about it. And I'm like, man, it's, like, amazing how, like, people will always hold on to that, you know, to the music. To oh, yeah. yeah. That that kind of feeling that you get, you know. That's because music transports you. Like, you'll hear a song and not just, be like, that song, but, like, certain songs can remind you of a certain time and it'll spawn that certain memory that goes along with it. And it's it's a powerful thing. Yeah. It's definitely 100%. a powerful thing. 100%. So, you guys being a, a newly formed band. I don't want to say young band because you guys seem to have that history. So, a newly formed creation creation of your band. How did COVID affect you guys kind of getting it all together? Because it's lining up to be about that same time period. So, it was, you know, because that hit. Rob hadn't been in the lineup yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was so, like, bizarre, you know? Because, like, here we are. We're trying to write songs. We're trying to get back on our feet, kind of dealing and boom. You know? So, aside from everything else going on in, like, everyone's personal life... The world stopped. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Right? And yeah. it's like, but you know what? Uh, we took it... Uh, we took it as a strength. We took it as, like, the, instead of looking at it and go, like, oh, damn, you know, we can't go play, or we can't do this, or it just, like, and having, and you know, like, every, like, a lot of people would say the pandemic really held them back and held them down from doing that, and really, we used that to an advantage. We adapted and overcome, and we took all that time, especially bringing in Rob and everything. We took all that time to really perfect what we wanted, to really make sure that everything was everything musically, as well as, like, like at least for me on guitar and things, and really try to elevate everything and prepare because, you know, whether things would have opened up or not, mm-hmm. I wasn't banking on whether they would or not, but I knew when the time came, all of that work made you ready. Maybe it would pay off. Mm -hmm. Maybe that time could have not come. Maybe things wouldn't have reopened. Maybe we would have just been, I guess, jamming. uh, Yeah, (laughs) just doing that. But you know what? It did open up, and we were ready and like in there with it so um well it's like you said before it was like a reset you know yeah. Yeah. where it just kind of it gave us the time to just work on stuff well we've said many times too now that everything is you know opening back up everything's starting to happen again you're gonna see who took the time like you guys did to really focus in and make it what you wanted it to be and then there's gonna be people that just throw it together just threw it together and didn't do anything for a year yeah. you know you're and you, as soon as you start you're gonna see which bands were which ones you know you're going to see yeah. there's going to be a lot of sloppy acts out there. Right. I mean, there was the, the people we played with at Thingbats. I mean, 
I listened, you know, I was trying to prepare myself. I didn't know a couple of the people that we were playing with. So, you know, I did my research. I watch YouTube videos, listen to their music before the show. I want to get acquainted with them. I want to enjoy their music and kind of prepare myself for what they're doing. And um, just like some of the stuff I would listen to from like before COVID when they were together. And like, you know, uh, that one band, what was it? Uh, Sold that they stuck out to me pretty good. They were phenomenal. Yeah. I would say that, you know, people complimented us, but, you know, I mean, I think every band there that night got probably equally complimented. I mean, yeah. bands were just killing it, you know. But those guys, like, they probably, you know, took the time during the COVID. They didn't let it get them down. They worked on stuff. They ironed out their whatever they were working on, and they just came out awesome. There's a solution to every problem, in my opinion. And when you when you have something holding you, you know, that, you know, like, for me anyway, personally... You know, just me. When I wake up in the morning, you know, uh, going through what I've been through and things like that, I will. I say to myself, man, I look for that hardest obstacle to overcome that day, because I know I'm getting through it, mm-hmm. and nothing else is gonna stop me. You know, it's all about how you, pers- what your perspective is, and how you, uh, how you can. You can either choose, like, you got decisions every day. So you can choose to take the bad and turn it positive. Or you could take positive, take advantage of that energy, and make it something great, you know? Mm-hmm. So whatever it is you do in your life, you know? And it, that's my, uh, that's how I feel. So, you know, when, when everything shut down, I was in the middle of Fire Academy. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So, like, so, like... I I did my fire academy and like everything shut down. So here I am now uh, adjusting to, you know, responding to calls and everything, wearing a mask, going through the whole decontamination process and everything. Fortunately, I never got it or whatever. Right. But um, yeah, I didn't. I took that as all right. I did my thing. Now I'm going to keep pushing forward. What's next? Because I ain't done, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, and I like to bring that to my music as much as possible, you know, especially even Tommy with his lyrics and things like that. Um, yeah, I would say like, everybody's very passionate in the band about, you know, making music. That's awesome. Well, it sounds like you guys really uh, are a unit together where it's like... We do our best. <laughs> hey, right. Love it. That's awesome. Man. I'm the I'm the one in the band. Like when we got like a group chat and stuff like that, and I'm the one always being sarcastic and sarcastic and being like, you know, not the. He's not very serious sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's good. But yeah, you kind of need that sometimes. That's the lightweight. Yeah, that's like kind of lifts the weight off everybody's shoulders. You know, yeah. everybody's like, well, if somebody's worried about some or somebody can't make it to practice, like his sarcasm sometimes is just what we need. You know, <laughs> even though like I might drive me nuts sometimes, and I tell him, you know, he came to my house. He came <laughs> to my house one night. He was ready to like fight me <laughs> because I was being sarcastic and there was a serious argument going on and I'm just like and I'm just like can't do rehearsal guys because I made a book club called as pages turn you know and like dude I just like started like going on with that like first books like the Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets shit you know and like and he's like dude he showed up he like it would have taken this much for him to kick the door in on my bar. And I was standing there just going like, hey, bro, what's up? And I'm drinking a beer and I'm like laughing about it. But oh, that's yeah. funny. That's funny. This guy. 
Yeah, we're an interesting bunch. Yeah. <laughs> now, how do people? How can people find you on the internet? So we are currently working on like social media. Um, okay. Yeah. Being that like in that period where we didn't play our first show and we were making our new music, I wanted to try to, you know, we were all kind of on the same page that we need social media. Social media is such mm-hmm. a big outlet right now for everything. It's, it's also the devil. Yeah. It is. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's also another place for people to hear us so like for me social media was a place to post like practices people can kind of get like a taste of our personality you know what i mean personality is a lot being an entertainer you don't want to be a dickhead entertainer <laughs> all the time i'm sure it, sometimes it's probably sometimes that's for, gratifying right <clears throat> but, but enough um, about me so <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know i always oh whoops maybe it's just my personality i'm just always i always want to be positive no nothing wrong but, with that um, yeah, I don't even. This guy right here has been like the gleaming light. Uh, there you yeah, go. I'm the, the mediator. Band. I'm very laid back, so like I try not to argue. Or it's almost like impressive. Anything. Like <laughs> half the time, I feel like he's not even the bass player because I can't hear him anyway. <laughs> I feel like he's like the band psychiatrist. <laughs> well, that's what makes us unique. So there you go we have a psychiatrist well there sometimes go. it's got to be like that and sometimes you got to swing that you know the big dick energy around you know it's it's like when i showed up to his house and almost kicked his <laughs> yeah, door there in. you go <laughs> Ying and yeah, especially when you're playing shows you got you got you got to go up there and you got you got to own that shit you know you got to you got to command that's your attention. stage for yeah. a half hour yeah. whatever your time slot yeah. is it's not like know? hey guys you want to listen to us like no you're fucking listening to yes. us yeah, you're like that's choice. your time to shine and yep. yeah. and and that's why like go home no refunds <laughs> anytime anytime anyone you know can take anything away from anything that we do uh it's just great you know like because like i try to like you know even like with like guitar playing you know like some notes some chords and things like that and it kind of like Moves the soul a little bit, you know what I mean? Unlike the bass, but uh, <laughs> not just kidding. What's with the hate on the bass? <laughs> you have four strings. Always, I have to live with this all the time. You know, you have four strings. I, yeah. Turn your down. Pain. You're cutting through the drums. I get it. I can't hear the kick drum. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's you know, it's it's all about that, man. It's all about really putting everything you got out there. It's about passion, man. Yeah, because if you don't have if you don't have that. Right, like uh, Phil Anselmo, man, right? And he, he he did that one interview where he said, like, man, Dime had it all, you know? He's, like, you know, sweeping and all that stuff. And, dude, like, I admire people that can do that. Because when they tell me to sweep, I go on my board and I take out a broom and I start going yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, right. You know, but, um, you know, it's all about the soul, man. Like, people will feel what you're playing. Oh, yeah. You just got to be willing to put it out there, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's it's pretty the music much where can, I'm music at with can that. speak without any words. Yeah. yeah. Universal language. But speaking of words, how can people find you online? <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> so anyway, back to that. <laughs> Whoa. Right, so social media, we do have um Facebook uh as Currents Rise. We kept it cut and dry. We're on Instagram as well, but it's uh at as underscore currents underscore rise. Uh. Um the Instagram is a work in progress right now. We're trying to accumulate photos and stuff, but that's coming with our live shows. We do have some photos of like our practices. Um, Facebook, we were posting practices on there. Like I said before, we we're trying to just let people know, like you know, we have fun when we practice. That, that's really what I want to show people. And like, 
I don't know. I'm always thinking of everything. I want to do like a DVD or something. Who knows? You yeah, know, where like yeah. if we do make it, we can go back to those like archives. You know, that's that's our history. It's a part of our history. You know, we were joking around, drinking at practice or whatever, jamming songs that might now be a hit song. You know, and people get to actually sit back and be like, "Wow, that's how they made that." It's all part of the journey. It's it. It's all part of. It. I like to document everything. I mean, I printed out our first flyer for Dingbats. Because I just want to hang on to it. Because that's going to be like my momento. That's my first time on stage. Oh, and it's go, also yeah. the first time with this band, you know. So, like, it's just a mile marker for me. It's, it's, it's Everybody's got their own thing. I got all, like, I got boxes of show flyers. I got, you know, when we were writing about in the Aquarian. I have all that shit in my garage. I'll store it away in totes. And, that's it. I just yeah. want to keep it, man. I want to be able to give my kids something, you know. Just kind of like, hey, you know, this is what I did. That's take wonderful. it, take it yeah. as you want. Yeah, I got, you want to kids, be a musician, I got be a... kids and they can care less. <laughs> I was gonna say, so my like, daughter's gonna be like, Yeah, that's well, nice. Their friends, kids are very smart, though. <laughs> their right? friends are like, Your dad's in a band? And he's like, Yeah, yeah. My daughter so digs what, it. Bro? <laughs> my daughter digs it, bro. Yeah, right. yeah it, she digs it. She hears it and stuff. Because, like, oh, when we rehearse, cool. she's like around, she's like 10, you know? Yeah. So, like, uh, it, it, it's funny. She digs, she digs the hell out of it, man. She goes to sleep in a freaking Metallica Injustice for All shirt. You know? So, like, I like, I like that I can, you know, I like that, that that happens, not because it's my kid, but if it's anybody's kid, like whatever, bro, you know, like, get into it, you know, find what you like, you know, and make something positive out, a positive out of it, yeah. you know, not for nothing. And it was like crazy, you know, he had never played on stage, never been in a band before and stuff, but was doing music on his own and things. And not for nothing, man. He's been like, he's been like our saving grace, man. Nice. Not for nothing, right. seriously. So, you know, you don't get that too often from a bass player. Go fuck yourself. No, sorry, <laughs> bass player. Yeah, you know, I feel your pain. It's okay. That hit me just as hard as it hit you. It's all right. You ever I get do. like, oh man, that riff's really cool. You should really cut it in half. All the time, dude. All the time. All right. No, I, not yet, but now. I've talked about this before. I end up writing bass riffs like a lead guitar player. Like, I'm always moving. I, I'm busy. And he's like, that sounds really cool, but we're going to cut, like, half of it out. Yeah. Play that, like, in, in you know, play, end, like, the first two notes yeah, and, like, yeah. maybe that cool part where you go. Ba-dum. In the end, it ends, up, it ends up working out really nice. And, like, the songs we write, I'm really proud of them. It's just, it's like, that's how, we, that's how we work. That's how we work. We like telling each other that fucking sucks. sucks. I know. That was yeah. the best. What do you think? Yeah, that sucks. I've told, him, <laughs> I've told him on a couple of occasions if he ends up, you know, getting a six string bass, I quit. Uh, He's not allowed to have six strings. What about eight? Oh. Even worse. Because <laughs> I'm not even there yet. God. You won't even just play go, seven strings. Go right string. to 12. Right to 12. <laughs> right to 12. Double oh, neck. Uh, just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now you got to get one of them real like, absurd, obnoxious 12 frets. Yeah, what do they I call just that? What do they play with that? Gent, the gent music? Yeah, or whatever it's I called. I don't get how people can play up those things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got big hands, yeah. but I don't even think I can cover 12 strings. <laughs> I'll play the top two. The machines that's about are as far coming, as I'll bro. Get. That's, that's yeah. it. Well, know? with the, with those, it's you're either playing the top ones or the bottom ones. You know? you yeah, you can't have it all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is my favorite part of the episode. Matt, would you like to... Take your question. All right, we're going to the masses. Before we wrap this up, we're gonna we're gonna ask you guys the same question we ask every single person that comes on this show. If there's one, and I want each of you to answer. Okay. Separately. Separately. Yes. I want to hear positive and negative. Oh, and negative. <laughs> if there's one thing you could change about the Jersey Shore music scene, what would it be, and why? 
could be anything. Man. That is. Don't don't worry. This one gets everybody. Does it get everybody? Yeah. Everybody's like, that's a good one. <laughs> the whole scene as a whole. Yeah, you yeah. could change one Whatever singular about thing about Give about me some anything. cooler venues down here. Okay. <laughs> We've had that one before. Give yeah, me some, more places to play. Yeah. yeah. Somebody, I'm like somebody already specifically now. said that Ocean County, like this Tom's River area, needs a big venue. Okay, like a staple. Yeah. I would definitely. Uh... That's a good one. He's stumped. Fuck. He don't even know what to say. Hello? Anything. It could be anything. Honestly, I would... If there's one thing, is when you do go see a band play, you know, uh, and, like, you're going for that band... Watch all the bands, because you never know what you might find, you know? Mm. You never know what you could hear and what you could end up really digging. So it's like, if, you know, you're going to see a band, like, that's fantastic, do that, you know? But uh, the same respect you're giving to that band, I would say, give it to all the bands. We've, we've had that talk before, because a lot of what ruined the original music scene around here is exactly what you're talking about, because... Oh, the only people that stick around for all the bands are the bands. Yeah. That's sometimes. And that's sometimes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you don't that, even always get that. That was the case for Dingbats. I feel like, you know, a lot of people showed up for like the headliner. They didn't even come for us or whatever. Yeah, but even a lot but of the locals, you, mean, you'll, you'll still come out, see the band that they came to see, and then they're gone. Yep. That's what I would do. That's what I would change. Because everyone... Force people to come there at the beginning of the show. Oh, <laughs> and every, sit through it. No. <laughs> you know, like, because if if it was, like, the other way around, right? If I wasn't in a band, right? You know, and someone else was. If they were in my position or my shoes, if I'm going to play a show, they would like to have people in the crowd. And What's the only way you find new new fans? Correct. Because yeah. if, you if you're only playing to your people, they already heard you. They already right. know you. And you can't, you can't make progress that way. And to get, in my opinion, to get Jersey back to what it was and what it should be. Yeah, all of Jersey. Would be, yeah, all of Jersey, man, you know, would be that, you know, as so a whole. You guys are probably a little young then, but if you go back to like the late 90s, the last time I saw it was like late 90s, early 2000s, like the birth, end of the Birchill era. Like Friday night, didn't matter who was playing. That place was fucking packed from door open to that they were kicking you out. Yep. And it, was, it didn't matter who was playing. Friday and Saturday nights, packed to the gills. Nope. It, that doesn't happen anymore. That's right. you, you buy you buy tickets for the headliner. Nine times yeah. out of ten, when you go to a concert, you're buying it for the people that are headlining. You just it's like for me, it's always been a bonus. You get to see all these cool new bands. Yeah. And I've seen some less than desirable bands open up for some really good bands. Uh, but you also find that band that you've never even heard of before, and they just blow exactly, you away. Exactly. That's how I found like uh, when I started getting into like the ska music, and I really started falling in love with that. I went to like a Hawthorne Heights concert at Starland, and the Bouncing Souls opened up for them. Yeah. And like I fell in love with that music after that, you know. And I'd already listened to like the Mighty Mighty Bostones, you know, just like the generic yeah. stuff. But like you find like the Pie Tasters, that was like another like weird band that nobody ever really heard of, but they opened up for like a screamo band. Yeah. They were like at the wrong show, but. <laughs> I pay for a ticket. I go there to see the whole thing. 
That's, that's just we me, need more you know? people like you. Yeah. So go out, to go out and enjoy yourself. You're going to a show. You like the scene, right? You like the music. You like the headliner. Enjoy it and all. And you're going to go out there to enjoy yourself. Enjoy everything that it's got to offer. Because I've know, seen a lot of people come through the door at Dingbats after our after yeah. our show. You know, just showing up for certain bands. It's like yeah. the same thing as right when we go to write and we go into that process or we go into that riff or whatever with no limitations you know that's how people should be going to shows like they used to back in the oh, day yeah. but you now know? everybody's so damn busy it's like they're it's like they're doing you a favor coming yeah. just to see your well band. they're i mean that's that's also it's also different because you know they're only busy for what they don't want to do yeah oh yeah 100 percent. because if you want to do something you're gonna find time, time to, to do, do it, it. no so like, but again, that's why most of the time you're going to be playing to the other bands, right? You know, like that's just yeah. part of the game. And that's fine too because Soul Depp really dug us, and they're like, dude, we would pay to see you. We're like, dude, you don't have to. You're like on the bill after yeah. us. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You, you got, got it for us. free. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, dude, good kudos to you, man. You didn't ever. You snuck in the back door. <laughs> so, yeah, very good. You know what, Matt? What? It's time for a word from our sponsor. The power of Sticker Jesus compels you. Full color, waterproof, UV resistant decals printed for your art, business club, or anything you want to promote. DM his assholiness <laughs> on Instagram. That's great, and I'm going to now. Yes. Uh, <laughs> at Stuck Up Sticker Company or email him at stuckupstickercompany oh, at gmail.com <laughs> to start your order today. Remember, Stuck Up is your source for signs, stickers, banners, and way more. And if you tell Mr. Ian that you heard about this on the Jersey Shore Musicians podcast, he will give you 10% off your first order. 10%? 10%. That's really nice of him. Yeah, I guess. I, I made him do it. I think Ben should take advantage of that. <laughs> we might. Actually, <laughs> he's, my, he's my bass player, by the way. I worked with uh, Bob Broworth. Bob Broworth, that knows him like, oh, yeah? really well. He's a, he's a great guy, Ian. Because he's from Point, Bob. Yeah? Yeah, so it's like... Yeah, because he gave me some stickers that... He, <laughs> out of a sticker pack that he got. So that's... That's actually pretty awesome. Yeah, if you, if you guys need like stickers, stage banners, you know, absolutely anything, he, he's your guy, man. He's, this would have he been great work, great information before, before we, we got the did. banner. <laughs> yeah. Well, the next one. But the yeah, next yeah. One. Oh, we're we're ordering another yeah. banner. Yeah. Because they did up. a less than it's a huge, massive seven foot by seven foot banner. Oh, yeah. Sure. But it's blurry. Uh, pixelated. Fun. It's all pixelated because they blew it up too much. They blew it up way too much. Talk to Ian. He'll take care of you. Yeah. yeah. So he's, he's in my band, Useless. He, he plays bass. He's a he, bass player. He's, he's a useless? good guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm a fan of stickers. I sticker everything I can get my hands on. Oh, you will love Useless then. I'm not lying to you. We have like 400 different stickers. Sick. At least. Actually, and it's, it's the most asinine, nonsensical shit. Oh, I am a horrible I was going to. Guy. I was going to message him too, but I was like so shot out from getting home from work. And I was going to message him because I had it. I was on my hour ride home. I was like, dude, I got to message him. Tell him to bring some stickers to this thing. Yeah. And uh, 
you know, I didn't do it. And uh, I left them in the merch box from Ding Bats. We will. Uh, well, tell, we, tell them you heard about it on the Jersey Shore Musicians podcast, and you get ten percent off. There you go. Yeah, See? We're gonna do that. Now. <laughs> we're gonna send. We're gonna send you guys down some uh, some stickers and stuff. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Definitely. Because this. I think is... we can fit you with some of his stickers today. <laughs> yeah, we got some, we got some stickers yeah, for you for, for us. We love stickers. <laughs> we'll, we'll hook you up. There's because I'm old. It doesn't take a whole lot to make me happy. <laughs> well, we talked about this with my buddy Steve the other day. It's uh, that's another like forgotten part of music, like the whole like you know the artwork behind it and the stickers and like you used to go through the Parkway tolls and there would just be band stickers everywhere, all over the place. You don't see that anymore. And it's like cool too, like with that stuff because it gives bands a whole like that always gave a band like. You know, your music's your art, but so is your artwork and the way you present your music and the yeah. way you really do Absolutely. things. And that's a, a whole huge part. Like everyone, you know, if someone isn't in a band, usually they don't really think about like, hey, a band is also, has just as much music and passion as it is, you know, like a business and things like that too, because... You want to project yourself. You want to put yourself out there and things like that. And the way you really choose to release your music, the way you choose to do all those things or what you do with stickers or artwork, it all has a part in the whole overall story. Well, you that's know? when people see it. They know yeah. it's you. Yeah. Yeah. That was, um, you know, like I designed our logo. We were trying Plus, to think yeah. about what we were going to do. And um, being that, you know, he served in the military and our singer served in the military. I was trying to find something that was still kind of military-esque i wanted mm-hmm. to keep that you yeah. know alive about the, like the band. theme yeah so you know i even took like one of the airborne logos yeah he did the uh and designed our acr logo which is actually a round logo similar to the um the second Air- airborne second airborne okay. division and you know i put acr in it same way nautical as currents rise so i used a like a compass up as our t but you know it worked out and everybody freaking loved it yeah not at first not when i hand drew it they didn't like the hand drawing too much they were like i don't know about that but um i have friends so like you pull it up to kind of all pixelated i don't know yeah yeah that that was bad yeah my man we've had a conversation lately of you know we're we're all older we're, we're a little old school in it but like the stickers and nobody prints out and hands out flyers anymore. You know, it's like you see bands like I've actually seen bands walk around with business cards and they hand you a business card and it's just got a, a QR code on it. And like, that's not that's not promoting. Yeah. We, like you're just saying here, here's a link to our stuff. Have a nice day. We know? had it in Singing Monroe. We had it. I sat in Staples for a goddamn 45 minutes for 500 business cards, man. But they weren't. They didn't have a QR code or nothing. It was like a personal business card. It was, like the, the art of printing flyers. And it was like our and, name. And, you know, well, just like band just promo gone. pictures that you just have at your show. Like that. That's like that classic. Like go to a show. You got a picture of the guys. So you can get it. You can get it autographed if you want, or you could walk out with it and hang it on your wall. Yeah. And that was like <laughs> that business card. It was badass because, like, you know, a flyer you could do so much more. But like with that, like we had the name and script, nice and white. We had like, you know, shit behind it and whatever. And like it had my number and name and the email and all the social media and the rhythm, Eric's name and number on it. So it was like cool. Like I actually, um. When we played the pony, uh, you know, caught quite a few people because uh, quite a few people asked for them and asked to get some some <laughs> sign and stuff like that on the back because it was white on the back. Mm-hmm. So I like served like a dual purpose kind of deal, but it it wasn't like 
you could always do more. I'm happy with the way it went down. But, you know. Of course. Well, it was a pleasure, guys, yeah, to have hopefully. this conversation with you. Wish you the best of luck. Thank you. Thank you I very much. I hope we get to see you guys put out like a record or an EP or something yeah, soon. Yeah, hopefully soon. Yeah. You know, we will. We'll be, we'll be watch out for you. So We will, and we're playing the 21st, so if you guys can make it out there, just give us a shout, and we'll, yep. we'll, leave, uh, we'll leave some tickets at the door for you guys. And, awesome. And uh, you guys just enjoy it if you do, and if you don't, we can always drink. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's well, nice. that sounds like a sold option. <laughs> way, way to appeal to him. You're driving. <laughs> <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> All right, boys. Well, thank you. Thanks a lot for coming. Thank, thank, you, thank you very much for having much. us. And as yeah. usual, if you want to get in touch with the show, you want to be on the show, jsmpefo at gmail.com. Give us a shout. Until next week, catch you later. Bye.